the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Colorado Issues. I'm your host, David Vedzetter. With, with spring here, many people are thinking of adding a furry friend to their families. There's always an option for finding one, but none quite compare to the options and services provided by the Denver Dub Friends League. And with that in mind, joining me today in studio is none other than their esteemed public relations manager, Maya Brousseau. Maya, welcome, and thank you for stopping by. Well, thank you. With that introduction, I'm totally happy to be here. Nothing but the best here. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, it's springtime in the Rockies, so that must be a pretty busy time for you. You know, it's actually always a busy time for us at the Dumb Friends League. We are always up to something, whether it's an event we have going on or, you know, looking to find wonderful homes for wonderful pets and horses. We are always busy at the Dumb Friends League. Right. So pet adoption, of course, has got to be a big part of, of what goes on at the Dumb Friends League. So what's the process that people can expect when they're looking for that perfect pet? Yeah, you know, it's really funny. I kind of I kind of refer to the people who work in our adoptions team as matchmakers because what they really their goal is to really make sure that the pet that you adopt is the right pet for you and that you're the right person for that pet as well. You know, every pet is different, every person's different. So what's the perfect pet for me and the perfect pet for you are completely different things quite possibly. So what we want you to do first is to go online to ddfl.org, take a look and see what animals are available for adoption. After you've kind of gotten an idea of, of who's available, come on into one of our shelter locations, meet with that animal in person, get more information from our adoptions team. You can also call the shelter to get more information about animals that are available as well. But once you come in, the the process is really quite simple. You'll fill out an application, you'll meet with the with the animal, and then you'll also uh, pay the adoptions fee. And but you'll get a lot of great stuff along with the adoption. Look, that's the obvious thing that you guys do. So, what are some of the less obvious things that the Denver Dumb Friends League does day to day? You know, the interesting thing to point out to people is that yes, you think of us for animals available for adoption. But it isn't as simple as an animal comes through the door and then the next day it's available for adoption. A lot of animals that come to us need specialized care like behavior training. They might need some medical care. They might need time in a foster home. So there's really a lot that goes into getting these animals available for adoption. And then in addition to that, we also offer services to the community. Do you work with teenage humans? I could probably say that a couple <laughs> The behavior training? Absolutely, no. (laughs) I thank goodness I passed that now. Uh, I would imagine that funding this operation uh, is a never-ending battle. So what kinds of events can we look forward to that are going to support that effort? Well, we are coming up on our 25th annual Furry Scurry. So if you've been in Denver for a while, you've probably heard of the Furry Scurry. If you're new to the area, you have to check out the Furry Scurry. It is a really, really fun event. It draws about 10,000 people and 5,000 dogs out to Washington Park. This year it's on Saturday, May 5th. And it's just really a great time. You can come out, you, you register, you come on out with your dog or without, and you can enjoy just a really nice day in Washington Park. There's other events that are happening during our event. And it's a great way to be able to have a good time, but also give back to homeless pets and horses in our care at the Dumb Friends League. That's how I understand that there's a 
what you call the fleeless market yes. with some vendors. So what kind of things can people look forward to there? You can find all kinds of great goodies and, and things for your pets. Find stuff for pet lovers. Some some people will be giving away some fun things. You'll be able to find just really unique items that are that your pet will just completely love. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing to check out. So you do your walk. It's a little over a two-mile walk around Wash Park. And then you can... Just kind of hang out and check things out. Last year was a beautiful day. We're obviously hoping for great weather again. And it was just, it's just a really fun time. You can hang out with your dog, check things out, enjoy the park, have a little food, get treats for your pet. It's, it's, it's really fun. I, there's food trucks and everything, right? Of course, Those yeah. Those are the best. Of course. Oh. What's what's the cost to, if you want to register for that? If you want to register for Furry Scurry, uh, for adults, it's $50. For children 12 and under, it is $25. We encourage our participants to have an even greater impact on homeless pets and go ahead and do some fundraising in addition to their registration fee. So you, it, if you go ahead and fundraise, you can earn some really fun incentives that include you know everything from a cool water bottle to um, a branded vest, neat things like that. Um, and also, you'll have, like I said, a greater impact on homeless pets and horses that are in our care. Bringing the Denver Dumb Friends League into the 21st century, I, you guys have an app now, right? Yes. Okay, so yes. Let's, let's hear about that. Yeah, so this year for the Furry Scurry, we have an app. So when you go to furryscurry.org and you register for the event, you'll get a notification that says, hey, do you want to download our Furry Scurry app? And you can do it right from there, or you can just go to the App Store or Google Play and search Furry Scurry 20. 18. And the app is really great. It makes fundraising super, super simple. You can easily update your fundraising page, your personal page with personal pictures and a story. You can share share stuff through Facebook, through your email. It's a really, really easy to use app and it just makes it so easy to do things on the go. I'm looking to see that the last year the Denver Dumb Friends League cared for more than 22,000 homeless cats, dogs, and horses. That's a lot of animals. Some shelters around town, uh, I'm not going to name them, uh, have a euthanized policy after a dog has timed out or a cat has timed out in their in their care. What, what's your story? You know, at the Dump Friends League, our goal, our number one goal, is for pets to pets and horses to have a wonderful quality of life. It's all about the quality of life of the animal. So we do not euthanize for time and space. Uh, we will give an animal all of its chances in order to find a new home. And we, like I said, we have veterinary care and behavior training. So there are opportunities for animals to become ready for adoption so that they can find a new home. So I think some people may be surprised to hear the equine portion of your yeah. of your operations. Talk about that center. That's really interesting. Yeah, our Harmony Equine Center opened in 2012, and it uh, yeah it, it's it's really cool. We at the Harmony Equine Center, the main goal is to to provide training and adoption for horses and other equines. So that could be donkeys, mules. Mini, we had um, a group of miniature horses that came in last year, and. We always have worked as as an organization at the Harmony where we bring in animals from uh, other rescue groups where the horses need some training to become available for adoption, and also through law enforcement when animals need to be removed from a property for whatever reason. So uh, it's all been about transformations for these horses and other equines that come to the equine center, and it's it's a really cool facility. It's down in Franktown, and we. The, the process that the animals go through, the transformations, is really cool to see. It's really neat to see a horse within a single training session learn to 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 trust a human so much more, and that's that's what it's all about at Harmony. It's gentle training and 
getting these horses ready to be great pets. So what's involved in adopting a horse? I mean, so I imagine it's a bit different than adopting a dog or a cat. It's a little different, but it's a, it's not that different. You'd be surprised to learn. So you'll go online, same kind of thing, check out to see who's available. We, we have a website just for Harmony. It's harmonyequinecenter.org. You can see what horses are available. You'll talk to one of our trainers at Harmony, and they will actually walk you through that specific horse and help make sure they pair you with the, the right horse for you. You know, do you want a horse that you want to ride on trail, or do you want a pasture pet for another horse that you have? They'll help you determine which horse is best for you. Fill out an application, all of that same things. We will do an on-site visit after uh, we have the application filled out. And then uh, after you adopt your horse, you actually get three training sessions with one of our trainers. Again, just to ensure that you have the right horse and the right person matched up. It's a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To me, that's just stunning. So what are some of the more unusual animals that have made their way into your care? Oh, boy. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. At the Dumb Friends League, we care for mostly, you know, companion animals. So that's your cats, dogs, puppies, kittens, your guinea pigs, hamsters, rabbits, and then, of course, the equines. So, but we also have people bring us other animals. Well, we take in every animal, no questions asked, no matter what. So we've had people drop off uh you know, lizards and uh, somebody told me there were some sugar gliders that were dropped off one time. In those cases, though, we usually won't adopt out those animals. We'll work with a placement partner who specializes in that specific type of pet and then we'll transfer them to one of those other uh, rescues or shelters that deal with them. But yeah, you never know who might come through our doors. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. I mean, I'm I'm looking for that perfect, you know, snake. So (laughs) I want to see what you've got. I may have to pop in. (laughs) Not that you were not busy enough, but in January of last year, you guys opened up a free spay and neuter clinic for for cats. You know, uh, it's really... The Solutions Clinic, we had a really, really great first year. So it's our Solutions Cat Spay Neuter Clinic. We opened in January of 2017, like you mentioned. And in the first year that we were open, we spayed and neutered more than 9,500 cats here in Colorado. Our goal for 20 for the, this year for 2018 is to spay or neuter about 10,000 cats. So it's it's a lofty goal, but I think we can do it. It's the goal of the clinic is to be able to help control pet overpopulation. Also, there's we know that that cats and other animals for that matter can live longer healthier lives if they're spayed or neutered. So this is a way for us to be able to have a great resource available to our community. We welcome any any cats. It can be an owned cat, so it can be your pet cat that you have in your home, or it can be a neighborhood cat that you know kind of roams around, hangs out on everybody's back porch. You can trap that cat, bring him in, have him spayed or neutered, and make sure that he's not contributing to kitty overpopulation. That's a great idea. Okay. <laughs> also, I understand you have two mobile spay and neuter units. So talk a little bit about those guys. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have our Lulu Mobile, which is a cat and dog mobile spay neuter clinic. Cats are always uh, spayed or neutered for free on the mobile units as well as in our solutions clinic. And for dogs, it's $50, but there is an income qualifying, an income requirement that you have to meet. So you can go online to our website and you can find out more information about how to qualify for that. And then we also have our Meow Mobile, which does cats only. 
And you can, again, on our website, you can go online to ddfl.org. You can schedule an appointment. You can learn more information about where the mobile units are going to be. And also just other information about what to know if you're having your pet spayed or neutered. And is there a phone number for that specifically or something on the website? That- you can call our general number, and that's 303-751-5772. And we can help you out with all of that. And if you didn't have your pen ready when Maya read that, we'll, we'll get it again at the end of the Perfect. So that everyone can have that. Now, I've seen this uh, on, on the news a few different times. I just think it's a phenomenal idea. So I see that you guys are doing it as well, the, the yappy hour. I <laughs> yep. love that idea. I mean, t- tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, I mean, what's more Colorado than going to a brewery with your dog? I mean, that's that's what everybody loves to do. So we hold yappy hours throughout the year at local breweries, and uh, it's it's a great time. You see lots of smiling faces and lots of wagon tails. People show up, have a brew with their pup. Part of the proceeds go back to the Dumb Friends League, and it's just a great way for dog lovers to get together and, and be able to just have a nice evening or afternoon. We help have them sometimes after work from like 6 to 8 p.m. or sometimes they'll be on Saturdays uh, in the afternoon. So it's, it's just a really fun time. If you haven't been out to one of our yappy hours, I highly suggest it. It's it's a really fun time. And you can learn more on our website. There's an, an events section that lists all of the things we have going on. If you're a microbrew out there or a tap room, this is a good opportunity to generate a little business and have some fun at the same time, right? Exactly. That's, that's great. So I want to just touch on the education component that you guys have as well. I think that's, that's a huge plus for, for our community. What are you doing in that regard? You know, we have a team of people on our staff that are in our humane education team. And, you know, it's, it's important to know that teaching, teaching humane values to animal or to children and to adults as well not only benefits animals, but it benefits people as well. So last year, our humane education team had uh, contact with more than 33,000 people in the Denver metro area and provided humane education programs. This includes everything from going out to a school and holding a presentation or even like a local community library and having a presentation or actually having kids come into the shelter for a camp and have an opportunity to kind of see behind the scenes, learn about animal welfare, learn, you'd be able to spend time with adoptable pets. It's really cool when they come out for the camps. A lot of times the kids get to make toys and enrichment toys for the, for the pets. And, or lately I've been seeing a lot of cute signs that they're putting up that kind of explain the pet and says, hi, I'm so-and-so and I'm available for adoption. It's a really, really great opportunity for kids to get excited about animal welfare and excited about pets as well. Just a little further down the way, I see that there's, you know, volunteering is another big component that you guys uh, manage. Talk to me a little bit about what that entails. How does somebody volunteer? What can they expect? Sure. We we are super fortunate that we have an amazing group of volunteers. We have more than 1,400 volunteers that are active with us. And cool stat. This is one of my favorite stats. Last year, our volunteers gave us enough time that it was equal to 100 paid full-time employees. That's the amount of time the volunteers gave back to us. There's all different positions available from walking dogs and cleaning kennels to doing enrichment with cats, working with adoptions. There's many, many things. You can even do administrative work and help us out, you know, stuffing envelopes to send out uh, requests to donors and things like that. So there's always great opportunities. You can go online again to ddfl.org. On the website, you can fill out the volunteer application right there. There. It gives you all the details about the requirements and the training, and it's a really cool opportunity to be able to give back to animals and also get your get your pet fix. You know, if you're if you just 
if you love dogs, but maybe you live in an apartment where you can't have one, here's a great opportunity to come and walk dogs for a few hours a week. Unlike, you know, the specific breed rescue organizations that are around, you know, the Doberman Rescue, the Shih Tzu Rescue, what have you, mm-hmm. what do you do when somebody calls up and say they're looking for a specific type of pet or a specific breed? Well, we actually can help people out with that. You know, even though we're a shelter and we see everything that comes through our doors, we get what we like to call the American Shelter Dog Breed, which is whatever that might be. And then we, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But we'll also get in purebred animals too at times, or somebody might, somebody might have some specific requirement that maybe they want uh, a dog that's already seven years old and is smaller. It might not be a specific breed, but they have certain types of requirements like that. They can call the shelter at that number that I said before. I can say it right now. Again, it's 303-751-5772. And you can talk to one of our, our people on the, on the phone right there and they can help you, get you basically kind of on a list where when an animal that comes in that meets the preferences that you have, they can reach out to you and say, hey, you can have, you know, come on in and meet this animal. Of course, you're still going to come in and meet with them. Make sure it's the right fit. But it does at least give you a heads up when that type of pet comes through the doors. You you touched on make sure it's the right fit. Mm -hmm. Let's expand on that a little bit because I imagine that must be pretty difficult for you guys when you, when, you know, somebody's excited about a pet or they bring a child in, you know, and it's puppy, puppy, puppy or, or whatever it is. Uh, but maybe it's not cl- uh, the right fit. So how do you maneuver around that and help people find the right fit? Well, there's a few things. Um, n- one thing which you actually just mentioned, which is really important for people to know, especially when you're picking out a pet for your family. You know, if you've got other people who live in your home, one great thing is to have everybody come with you when you come to the shelter. So when you're going to come looking for an animal, have everyone who's going to live in the home with that animal come in and meet that animal. So that way you know, you know, it, we might have a dog that maybe doesn't do great with men or maybe doesn't prefer to be around children. And that way you guys can all meet, make sure it's a good fit from there. We also are, our adoptions counselors are very, very good at educating people about the animal's history. Sometimes we have a lot of information about their history. Sometimes we don't have as much, but we evaluate every animal that comes through our doors. So we'll make sure that, you know, if we find that the cat, there's some cats can be what's called overstimulated, which means you pet them too much and then they start to swat or bite, you know, those types of cats are probably not great to have with children. Or if you want a cat that's just going to hang out in your lap, that's not going to be the right cat. It can be a little difficult to dissuade people from like an animal that they're like, but that's the one that's really cute. But our adoption counselors do a really great job of just making sure people are very educated about the animal that they're adopting. The goal is to make sure when we make an adoption that it's forever. How many times do you, I mean, what's the ratio of adopting a pet out to somebody that was that was a, a stray versus finding the original owner? You know, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. We are successful in reuniting animals. That is a big part of what we do. We have, uh, I, I wish I could remember the numbers off the top of my head, but dogs are typically reunited more often with their owners than cats, mostly because people are better about making sure their dogs have a collar with tags. One great thing, this is a great tip I remind people of all the time, is most every pet we adopt out has a microchip and it's registered to you with your contact information. The problem is people move, they change phone numbers, things like that happen and they forget to update the microchip. And unfortunately, a lot of times when we aren't able to reunite an animal, it's because people haven't taken the time to update that microchip. 
or to uh, make sure that their pet has an up-to-date collar or tag. So that's a really important tip, especially as we get to the warmer months. You know, you're outside a little bit more. Your doors are open. A pet might slip out unexpectedly. So please make sure you have all of that stuff updated. So let's expand a little bit about the, the microchipping. So what's that process? Because I think some people are kind of you know squeamish about yeah. it. I know it's painless for the most part for the, the pet. Yeah. It's so critical. Uh, that's the first thing that people check almost anymore. Yeah. Uh, neighborhood uh, bulletin boards and what about it? Yeah, so microchip is it's a tiny, tiny little thing. It's about the size of a piece of rice. So it's really small. They inject it kind of near like the shoulder area of an animal. So it's just like getting a, a shot and it, it has a scanner in it. So what happens is they have them at veterinary offices, animal shelters, places like that. They can scan it and it'll pop up the information of the of the owner. So it might it'll have things like the pet's name, address, phone number, con, you know, that type of contact information. And it really is critical because even if your pet does have a collar or with with up-to-date tags on it, if your pet gets out, you know, the collar could fall off or something like that could happen. So it's a great backup and people really and people know about microchipping, so they think, "Let me go see if this animal has a microchip." And it's really it's really disheartening when the, there is a chip but it's a dead end. We've had our pets recovered by microchip, so I can personally attest to getting it done. Yes. It's not very expensive, and it's easy on the pet, and it's something you, you must do. Yeah, and we actually, when you adopt an animal from the Dumb Friends League, all of the every all of them are microchipped, and we update it to your contact information. So it's a great perk of adopting. You already get the microchip included. Are your fees flexible? If somebody comes and says, you know, I've had a rough year. I was laid off, but I really would like a pet. Are you, are you turning people away if they don't have those fees, or is there some work through on that? Well, our fees are on a sliding scale. So it depends upon what kind of pet you're looking for as far as what the cost is. You know, a young puppy is going to be $250, but adult animals are going to be around $50. But we do always offer some discounts to senior citizens, as well as our uh, military uh, servicemen and women, either former or veterans. So there are there are things like that. And sometimes we'll offer adoptions specials. You know, we'll have half-off adoptions for cats or dogs or something like that. So keep an eye on that and see when we're doing that type of stuff. And, you know, we'll be able to have an affordable pet ready for you. And again, the cool thing is, is that all of our adoptions fees include the spay-neuter surgery. So your animal will be spayed or neutered when you take them home. We'll be up to date on all of the vaccinations, the age-appropriate vaccinations. You'll get a free wellness visit at a participating veterinarian within 14 days of adoption. And also if the animal comes down with a shelter-related in, uh, illness like an upper respiratory infection, which can be common. Exactly. We will we will provide treatment within 14 days of the adoption for that as well. So it's really a great bargain. You'll get the collar. You'll get a temporary leash, free bag of food. I mean, you're set to go when you walk out the door. Somebody who's thinking of adopting a pet or buying a pet versus going to a pet store. And, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but the, those a lot of those pets are coming from not ideal situations. They're coming from puppy mills. We've all seen, you know, or most of us have seen these horrible images on TV from, I think the SPCA runs a commercial that, you know, obviously is designed to pull at your heartstrings, but it's hard to watch. What's your advice to people when they're, you know, first thinking about bringing a pet into the home and and that versus Denver Dumb Friendsly? Well, you know, we always encourage people to to consider the adoption option when you're looking to add a pet to your family. There are so many great pets at animal shelters waiting to find new homes. You know, the great thing is, too, the selection is vast. We'll have everything from young puppies and kittens to adult animals and everything in between that. 
we again we've provided all of these things to you when you when you have when you actually do adopt an animal you know if you buy an animal they're probably not going to be spayed or neutered they're not going to probably they're going to have maybe some vaccinations they're not going to have a microchip so we really make sure that not only is it a great way to add an animal to your family it's also it really is affordable you know we don't make money off of adoptions this isn't how we raise money or make money our goal is to get these animals into great homes and the adoptions fees offset some of the care that goes into the animals but really not much of it and the other part about it is you are giving an animal a second chance at a great new life and what feels better than that than to know that you really made an impact on this animal's life you don't know what where what their history was or what they came from but you had a chance to make a change and it's amazing Outstanding. We're coming up on the end of our time here, so I'm gonna, I told you I'd give you a chance to plug the phone numbers and the websites sure. and the app one more time. So let's do that. Okay, so general information, anything you want to know about the Dumb Friends League, you can go to ddfl.org or you can call 303-751-5772. We can help you out there. If you want to register for the Furry Scurry, which I encourage you to do, you can go to furryscurry.org. From there, you can download the app to fundraise and have an even bigger impact on homeless pets. Maya, thank you so much for stopping in today. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed this session. I'm, I'm going to come see you pretty soon for a, a friend myself. We can't wait to have you over. Uh, that's great. Uh, for, well, for Colorado Issues, I'm David Vanzetter. We'll see you next time.